Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of the day you find yourself listening, I welcome you to I Have Something to Say in Spirit and in Truth with yours truly, Sister Aja Batia Leisha. You can find me on Facebook as Batia Leisha Israel, on Instagram as Living Underscore Waters. You can find me on Twitter as Batia Leisha, and I am even on TikTok as Waters28 or simply Aja. Um, listen, guys, I have a few people that I listen to, that I value, that my spirit confirms to be teachers right now in this earth realm at this given time. So I've come across this young man on YouTube. And he has a ministry that is called Truth Unedited. Um, he uses the name JC, Jesus Christ, a lot. Uh, I need you guys to know right now, I am opposed to the usage of this name. I do not accept that it is a transliteration of Yahusha. I do not. Um, I don't believe that names should be or even can be translated. Um it's just like if I go and I buy a Sony TV television in China, right? If I go and buy it in Italy, right? If I go and buy it in Pakistan, right? The instructions will always be uh, in the language that the consumer can understand, but it does not change the name of the product. It is still Sony. It is Sony in Africa. It is Sony in Pakistan. It is Sony in Italy. It is Sony in China. It is still Sony. So why? How could they think that it was okay to teach that Yahusha's name can be transliterated? I call it a trans lie. I studied uh, what J-E-S-U-S actually means. And in the Latin, it can be um, translated into earth pig. So I'm so sorry. I do not uh, agree with my brother, my savior, being called that, okay? Um, he came in the name of the father. The father's name is Yah, Yahuwah, Yahweh, Elohim. Do you understand? So his son, uh, the one who came in his name, has to have that in his name. So anyway, um, point. This young man that teaches, he teaches on point and on fire. My only discrepancy right now is that he still seems uh, to not be able to let go of the trans lie, transliterated name, even though he does know better. But anyway, um, so I just don't want to hold back anymore. This was a really, really good teaching uh, about do you know the God of Israel? And I think it's so awesome to follow the, the podcast that I did yesterday, Where is Israel? And that is not even finished. Okay, so anyway, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually just let him speak for himself. I'm going to play now uh, the lesson that he shared on his uh, YouTube channel, Truth and Edit It. Be right back. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. 
Surely good and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I speak about a lot of different subjects on this channel. Some topics can be very heavy, like the topic that was spoken about in the video before this one in reference to the Matrix. I'm very passionate about opening eyes and leading whoever our Father wills out of bondage. But that is not the sole purpose of this channel. The biggest purpose of this channel is for you to answer this next question I'm about to ask you with a most certain yes. That question is, do you know our God, our creator, the most high, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Do you know him? Do you know his son whom he sent that is our only way to him? You see, I can show you all the evil of the world. I can make videos week in and week out and break down the wickedness. But I do you no good if you do not know the Most High, the God of ancient Israel. And more than know him, that you have a relationship with him. You see, our time is almost up for everyone to come to this decision. The decision to serve him, to make him the priority, to follow his ways and commands. This world keeps getting worse and worse. Just when I think things can't get more wicked, Father unveils to me more and more of this world's evil and wickedness. It breaks my heart to see people dragging their feet and making our Father the priority. Please come to Him. Make Him your purpose. This week, I had many things on my mind to speak about. But the only thing on my heart was to tell you that our Father loves you. That He wants you to follow Him and seek Him and search Him. I want to bring you His Word and let it rest in your heart. His Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That's Psalm chapter 119, verse 105. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So if you will allow, please let me feed you. Let's begin. In Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17, our Father says, I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently will find me. In his word, he continuously tells us that he loves us and that if we take steps towards him, he will come to us. So what does the world try to do? It tries to distract you from taking these steps. It tries to put obstacles in your path. It tries to put distractions in your mind. And if those don't work, it puts false idols in your path that makes you feel like you're taking steps towards him. In my younger and lost days, I was fully about this world, but I always believed in God. You can never get me to deny my belief that Jesus died for my sins, though I didn't live like I believed it. As I went state to state, searching for money, success, and women, I always made sure I found a church in that city that I lived in. I made sure I got up on Sundays, paid my tithes, went to the membership class, and tried to volunteer in the church. I thought that this was what being a good Christian was. But the truth is that during those times, I never knew God. I only knew religion. I knew traditions that were done in the name of God, but in reality had nothing to do with him. I knew religion, not God. And after Father removed those shackles from me, he then directed me to him. And this relationship started from his word. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, 
but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. That's Hebrews chapter 4 verses 12 through 13. This important scripture tells us that our Father's word is alive and active. It penetrates the innermost parts of a person. It shows us the difference between what is natural and what is spiritual, as well as the thoughts and intent of a person. The word of God exposes the natural and spiritual motivations of a believer's heart. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. And this is why the devil has put so many obstacles in our path to keep us from his word. As this scripture tells us, the study of the Bible is profitable for four things. Doctrine, which is teaching us who our God is, what he feels about things, and how we follow and serve him. You cannot know him if you don't read his word. And there's reproof, which is about our conviction. It's a rebuke and a mission of fault. Through reading his word, you obtain truth beyond dispute. When you read his word and eagerly search him, he places conviction upon you. You will find truth in his word and stand on it. You become an immovable force. The devil doesn't want to deal with that. So what does he do? He keeps you from the word. So you don't know doctrine and therefore can't be convicted against sin. That scripture also says that scriptures also provide correction. When you are convicted against something, what do you do? You set things straight. You see the errors in your ways and now correct them. And then it also provides instruction. What does it say instruction in? It says instruction in righteousness. Reading our Bibles will instruct in how to live in order to please our creator and live in his righteousness. This is the main instruction that we need. Of course the devil doesn't want us reading and applying it. Verse 17 tells us that from the doctrine we obtain, the reproof that we are given, the correction that we take, and the instruction that we follow, we can become complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Again, I keep repeating, this is exactly why the devil does not want us reading our Bibles. But today, it must be in your minds and hearts that you will feed on his word as your food for sustenance and life. That is why it is our daily bread. Daily means every day. Bread is food. It is everyday food. That is why the writer of Psalms 119 says, Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. That's Psalms 119 verse 11. Read his word, study it, and hide it in your heart so that you do not sin against him either. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. Understand that you cannot say you know God without reading his word. Going to church all your life does not qualify you as knowing God. Being a deacon in the church or the pastor's secretary does not give you a qualification of knowing the Most High. Satan is a master manipulator and deceiver, and the matrix that he has created is a very strong, powerful one. He and his minions have created a mental prison for our minds. 
It serves many purposes, but the overall purpose is to keep as many as he can away from salvation and a true relationship with the Most High. He wants you to really think that you have one, while you never really understand what that relationship really is. And that's because this relationship starts first with seeking and speaking with him, and then it goes into understanding him and his will for your life. The devil has set up a massive distraction that engulfs us into this false educational system that teaches us how to be global citizens, ready to accept his new world order. The majority of the world is under this mind trap. This includes, not excludes, a majority of Christians who identify their faith primarily from their church attendance, tithing, and celebration of pagan holidays. Let me not get off track. The devil has set us all up in a system that teaches us to educate ourselves in the ways of this world before anything else. So we put the system before our God. We put science and math before understanding our Savior. We put the history of pilgrims of Freemasons before the history of ancient Israel and the Kodeshim, the set-apart ones, the assembly, the church. From this system, the majority of us know more about this world than we know about the Most High. And what does that do? It creates an unhealthy fornication with the world that we don't even recognize that we are in. And from this, we have the wisdom of this world that makes us feel wise, but the wisdom of God we do not identify with. And to many, that's not a big deal. Many feel when they obtain their wealth, success in their career, and whatever else this world teaches them to go after, then they will find time for God. But today we see how false those kinds of thoughts are. The world literally shut down and tens of millions of people are out of work and without money. We see people that made their jobs and monetary success, their main purpose of life, are now lost trying to understand what their purpose is. And ironically, those who made our creator their purpose are filled up and understanding more and more what their actual purpose is. This is not a coincidence. The ways of this world will not provide you with the peace and joy that you are looking for. For myself, I ran a long time searching for that peace and joy. I thought it would be found in money, my job, my possessions, the level of women I was with, etc., etc. But the ironic thing is that the main thing I was running from, in the end, I found was the main thing that I was actually searching for. Be careful of soaking up the knowledge of this world and ignoring the wisdom of the Most High. Understand the spiritual more than you understand the natural. And then the natural will make more sense to you. Thus says Yahweh, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am Yahweh, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says Yahweh. Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 through 24. Don't glory in your worldly wisdom. Don't glory in your own might. Don't glory in your riches. Glory in that you understand and know Yahweh. Wow, his word is just awesome. It is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message 
preach to save those who believe. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18-25. through 25. You see, the message of the cross is the gospel, the good news about the Messiah's death and resurrection for our sins. For those who exalt themselves, this message is absurd and crazy. But for those who bow humbly in faith, it becomes the power that is able to snatch them from death, being separated from our Elohim, and bring them to eternal life. Keeping on to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. Then no flesh shall glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26-31 Our Father uses what is considered foolish and despised in this world to reveal his truth, so that he alone will receive the glory. Otherwise, the powerful would boast that they alone have found the truth. Like I said, people that made their jobs and monetary success their main purpose of life are now lost trying to understand what their purpose is, while those who made our creator their purpose are filled up and understand more and more what their purpose is. The wisdom of the world did not prepare you for coronavirus. It left you desperate and needy with questions. It left you alone with foolish guidance. But those who have rested on our Father have been ready and prepared for coronavirus and more. The wisdom of this world is foolish. Don't depend on it. Move away from it. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God and a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things which have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have 
the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 through 16. In knowing him, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from Yah. We do not speak in words that man's wisdom teaches, but what the Holy Spirit teaches. We compare spiritual things with the spiritual. Do you have the mind of Christ? Or are you led by this world and its wisdom? Are you led by your flesh? When trying to understand God, do you submit to his word? Or do you like to play devil's advocate? You see, when I try to explain our father's will to my friends, they like to throw crazy questions at me. Highly improbable scenarios. Like, if a man is attacking your home, trying to kill your children, is it a sin if I shoot them? Stuff like that. They like playing devil's advocate, trying to catch a loophole, a gray area in the faith. Not understanding, they are trying to compare the natural with the spiritual. The answer they cannot receive, no matter how I say it, is, we give all things to our Father, and whatever He wills, it will be done. For me personally, I do not own a gun, and never felt led to. So I know that shooting someone is not what I've been led to do. But whatever comes my way, I pray that I have built myself up so that I follow our Father's will more than my own flesh. I try to protect my children from all things, whether it's physical, spiritual, mental, all things. But for many, they try to protect their children physically, but leave the children defenseless mentally and spiritually. Those type of scenarios that they throw out are improbable. Not to say that they can't or won't happen, but they are improbable. But the highly probable situations, like what do you do when you're tempted to put aside your faith for success in the world? Or what do you do when you see that the devil is trying to attack your children? Things like that. They don't like to consider. Like verse 14 says, The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool, that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is a reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. 
but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. But as many as received him, to them, he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Yes. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Yahshua said, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul or what will a man give in exchange for his soul for the son of man will come in the glory of his father with his angels and then he will reward each according to his work messiah prayed to father for us and he said i do not pray for these alone but also for those who will believe in me through their word that they all may be one as you father are in me and i in you that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them, and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name, and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. I have placed all these scriptures on a PDF on my website. Please click the link in the description box for you to obtain these scriptures. But this is his word, our daily bread. These are his words he placed on my heart to share with you. I'm sure to each person who watches this, it will touch differently. And whatever he wants you to hear and know, 
for those with ears to hear, they will receive. These are the last days, and we must live on his word. Let him hear. Through his word is how we know him. Through his word is how we live. Through his word is how we get through our day. Through his word is... Hallelujah. Listen, guys, it is very important that you glean from this which I am sharing here on Anchor FM. He who has ears, she who has ears, begin to hear now. Where we receive hope, where we receive instruction, what fills us up with our faith. Do not let any more days go without you feeding on his word. Like I always recommend, at least a chapter per day. I'm so thankful when I see messages of those that apply this and do more. Like messages my sister in the faith has shared with me. Hallelujah. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I thank you for allowing me to feed you. Know our Father in heaven. Keep your eyes fixed on our Savior and live through the word of God. Be blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, ye praise you. Father, Yah bless you right now. You are excellent, wonderful, mighty. And holy. Yah, I, add that I ask that you would add to the ministry of truth unedited in all truth, Father Yah, in spirit and in truth, Father Yah, that he may call upon the name that is above every other names, and no other name shall he call upon, no trans lies, no transliterations, no anything, that he shall know and only know the name Yahusha Mashiach to the glory of Yahuwah. Hallelujah. Thank you guys for listening. Be blessed.